Hello, welcome to this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy Anderson. And we're going to do something a little different. This is an all-Ohio State Urban Meyer mess podcast. We're going to try to put a button on our thoughts on the Urban Meyer disgrace so we don't sully our, uh, our University of Michigan talk with... Uh, talking about somebody who uh, I think is a pretty despicable human being. Well, Andy, what do you think about the whole Ohio State press conference uh, charade that we that we saw this week? Well, I'm calling it the urban mess, and it was a 12-hour judgment day that was to decide his coaching fate by what was called an independent panel, and I don't see how that's independent. And it gave Urban a three-game suspension with no pay. He will miss the first three games, but he can practice with his, uh, lead the practices with the team long before that. The um, results were that they adjusted all of his stories and misfeasance in exactly the manner I thought they would. They didn't disappoint me there. Ohio State is what it is, and that's a football school, and I'm glad it's not my university. Uh, Meyer seemed angry. He was accused and apologized to the Ohio State Nation, but not to the victim, to the beaten victim. A.D. Smith seemed to take most of the blame, more blame than Urban. I listened to the OSU University president. Myers, President at Myers and the AD, and it seems the board gave such credence to Myers' convenient uh, amnesia to justify what has seemed to others to be a tall tale. Well, Andy, you know, the thing that struck me, and, and you, you touched on it briefly, is how Urban Meyer just looked like uh, a kid who'd been chastised and just didn't want to be there given his giving his statement and like he was so wronged and so perturbed and in the statement he forgot to apologize uh, to you know Zach Smith's wife and, and you know so much so that you know he had to issue another written statement uh, about how oh, I'm, oh I should have apologized and I'm super sorry you know and the, the thing that that struck me in watching the whole and I do believe it was a charade, is that, you know, Ohio State was looking for some way, you know, the independent commission or the independent board was looking for some way to to, to slither through all of the problems that, that Urban Meyer had created for Ohio State. Um, and I think that, you know, there's actually a really easy way there would have been an easier way to get out of it. You know, it's very simple. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I apologize to you know to the victim. We'll do better. You know, you make a sincere apology. You take some responsibility. You move forward. But what I saw well, from Urban, but what I saw from Urban Meyer was not that, Andy. I mean, it was oh, I apologize to the Buckeye to Nation, the, and I just refused to take the moral high ground. He avoided that. With loss of memory and he deleted emails uh, from his cell phone when he found out 
what was going on. Uh, avoiding the moral high ground, uh, they are expert at that, and Ohio State can live with that. I couldn't live with that if U of M don't have to. But to me, this was a high-order public relations disaster, and the follow-up day in which he had to meet the lady that, that was beaten uh, when he had to mention her name and hadn't mentioned it before. The whole thing seemed like an oddball mess. What, stri- what strikes me is that, so you have a guy who's making over $6 million a year. He's responsible for a huge ton of revenue from Ohio State. So what I'm getting at with that is they have access to the very best PR people. They have access to the very best um, crisis management professionals. And the best that they could do, the best that Urban Meyer could do, was pretty much make it worse. And and I think when I look at that, I, I, I think it speaks to, um, you know, again, you know that they have access to the people who could have massaged this and, and helped them find a better way through. And he just didn't want to do it. You know, he he was not going to accept, you know, any kind of responsibility. Um, and I think that when you look at that, one of the big problems that, that you know, you have is, listen, 99.9% of football coaches in the world are not going to make $6 million a year. What we look at to football coaches is this is a way for players to uh, learn some discipline, get some physical activity, learn some, some life skills on coping and overcoming, become better people. And, you know, you, you hope that 99.9% of the coaches, while they may not win, can at least do that, can be an example, can be, you know, uh, you know, depending on where the schools are, some of these players may not have father figures in the picture, um, may not have great role models. So in many cases, football coaches become that. You know, coaches in all sports. So you would hope that a coach at the very highest pinnacle of a sport would would be an example. And it's very clear that Urban Meyer may be an outstanding football coach, but he is a horrible human being. And the thing, you know, you mentioned that, you know, hope, thankfully we don't have that at U of M. I hope we never do. But the thing that really disappoints me is, is that there's a huge percentage, and I don't want to say all, but there are a huge percentage of people in the Buckeye Nation who are more than happy to come up with excuses for Urban. And, you know, Andy, it reminds me a lot of, of the Penn State situation where everybody wants, you know, many people in the Penn State family, Penn State fans and alumni, have all these reasons why Joe Paterno was not responsible and Joe Paterno did enough. No, we expect more from you. We expect more from a coach who's at the pinnacle of his sport. And I think it's very obvious you're not going to get that from Urban Meyer. And and fine, it's Ohio State. You know, being Michigan, we're going to make cracks about that. But I don't know how anyone anywhere can make the case that, that Urban Meyer is anything more than a football coach. And, you know, that's like saying, hey, you know, we don't expect more from the janitor. All we expect him to do is clean the clean the, the gym. Okay? If if he sees something wrong, that's not his job. 
And I think that's the big disappointment that I have, you know, looking at Urban Meyer. I know there are Ohio State alums who are unhappy with him. Unfortunately, the great vocal, uh, uh, the, the vocal, I guess, majority or the vocal people we're hearing are, are trying to find every excuse why Urban's not responsible. And it's, it's just a sad day for college football, um, you know, a sad day for college athletics. And I think that it's these kind of incidents that are doing more to damage college athletics than anything else. Well, the Big Ten, too. I mean, it's bad for the Big Ten. It's big, big Ten, is, you know, it's beginning to look as rotten as the SEC in some respects. But if you are an Ohio Stater, an Ohio State football fan, I'm sure you are elated with the action of the board. If you are not, you are probably skeptical as to its fairness and why it happened. I guess I'm in that group. I'm not an Ohio Stater. I don't pretend to be, don't pretend to know anything special about them, except that I know that uh, they let this go on, and it's got to be a black eye to them. Well, and you have to wonder, what kind of reputation does the Big Ten have? You know, you have the, the Jerry Sandusky scandal at Penn State. You have the um, Nasser scandal up at Michigan State, which at last accounting is going to cost a half a billion dollars to somebody, and there's a good probability that, that the taxpayers of Michigan, you and I, will, will help bear at least a part of that burden. Um, you have the, the, the dead football player out at Maryland. You have the uh, the... You know the latest scandal at Ohio State with with Zach Smith's wife. Um, and there were there were problems at Rutgers. So Ooh. so you add all this up, and like I said, this this is my point. I mean, what's if anything is going to put college athletics and college football in jeopardy? It's the hypocrisy of situations like this where. You have these coaches making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and, you know, thinking that they're only accountable for what happens on the field. And it's, it, it's not a good look. It's really a bad look for the Big Ten. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll never have to face a situation this bad at, at Michigan. Um, you know, I, I know, uh, you know, but, but, but even at Michigan, you know, we, we have our own little bit of hypocrisy going on. We have Chris Weber, who was uh, involved in one of the largest, um, fi- uh, you know, by dollar amount, biggest financial improprieties in, 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 in NCAA basketball history. You know, if you look at the money that he allegedly received from, from boosters, and, you know, Jim Harbaugh's invited him back to be an honorary captain. So, you know, hypocrisy goes all over. And, you know, we've seen Ohio State have their own hypocrisy. They, they had Trussell back and, and at, at, a, at a game a few years ago. And despite lying to the FBI and, you know, being, being run out in disgrace, a few years later, Ohio Stadium is cheering him and, and uh, he, he's the conquering hero again. Because he beat Michigan, and that's the thing that for far too many Buckeye fans, that's the only thing that matters. And there, there's a huge chunk of those fans who all they care about Urban Meyer is that he's beat Michigan and he's won a national championship. And, again, it's a bad look for college athletics. And I don't know, 
I don't know how Ohio State fan, um, you know, I understand how Penn State fans can can have pride in their school. You know, they did get rid of of Joe Paterno and they they cleaned house. And, you know, they have, they're on their second new regime down there. I understand that you can be proud of your university there. But I honestly don't know how anybody can wear Michigan State stuff with pride right now, um, considering how, how many people uh, turned a blind eye to the Nasser disaster that was happening and how they're continuing to make excuses and, and, and obfuscate uh, and, and, and cover. And I don't know how any Ohio State fans can be proud of, of wearing uh, their colors right now. Um, I, I just don't see it. Well, neither can anybody else, but um, even if there wasn't a scandal, you wouldn't be wearing their colors. So we're not, we're not exactly, and we don't pretend to be, unbiased observers. We're biased as hell. There's no question about it. We have other reasons not for, like, Ohio State and Michigan State at times and Penn State at times. But it it does do the Big Ten and the schools involved a disservice because some of them are great academic institutions and they're teaching in other ways. But when football becomes too important, and this was mainly a football-based problem at Ohio State, uh, they should be able to clean their own house and keep their own order. Two other coaches, you know, Tressel and uh, Woody, both uh, went out because of actions that caused them to lose their jobs. I am kind of glad that Myers didn't. I want him bet. I want him there because I want Michigan to beat him this year. That'll be to me a great satisfaction if it happens. Well, I certainly hope it'll happen. So, uh, Andy, any final thoughts on the uh, Ohio State debacle? Yes, I'm glad it's them and not me, not our school. Uh, it, I would be terribly embarrassed to call myself an Ohio Stater if this had happened at my school, but they don't, like I say, a lot of them that I know uh, just don't care. The football is everything to them. And that's, uh, that's their mantra. That's what they live by. That's the way they want to go. I think the right thing to do was to fire him. But there are other people, I've heard other people say, and I have not researched this, so it's just hearsay, that nine times he denied knowing about Zach Smith. Nine times. Not just the one time that he stood up, but nine times. So if that's true, uh, is that he has to have a greater amnesia than I thought he had. Well, Andy, you know they they found out though that you know he takes medication that sometimes impairs his his memory. So they found a nice consistent cover for that. And uh, and again, I, I you know it's the absurdity of it. Um, you know, there's a reason that coaches, players, people in the public eye, when they get a, a an, un, uh, an uncomfortable question, they say no comment. Or, uh, and especially like in the case of this, when Urban Meyer was asked anything about Zach Smith at 
Big Ten Media Days. All I had to say is, you know, um, this this situation is is being litigated, and I've been advised not to say anything, or I'm not comfortable saying anything. And people would have grumbled, but there's a reason you say that. There's a reason that you. That, and again, I mean, I am I'm advocate, advocating. There's a reason you don't open your mouth and make it worse. And I think that what Urban Meyer and Ohio State has done in this situation, and you know, John Bacon has said this. Uh, you know, Don Cannon said, you know, your your number one thing is you don't make a one day story a two day story. Well, they have made this a month long story, and it has gotten progressively worse. And again, all you had to say, or you know, there there, there are so many ways through this. And, and again, you know there are people advising Urban, and it's just his own stubbornness that you know he, he didn't listen, that he thought he could talk his way out of it or lie and that nobody was going to follow up on it. And again, I, 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 really, I really don't want to even be in the same room with the guy. You know, I want to beat him like a rented mule. Of course, I wanted to beat Ohio. I always want to beat Ohio State like a rented mule. But, yeah, anyway, yeah. but really, he's just, you know, it's it's one thing. There's there's an honorable opponent, and then there's somebody you just don't respect. And again, he's a great football coach and a crappy person. And I, and I don't know as to anyone, you know, legitimately could could argue that. So uh, thankfully, that's going to put a lid on. This discussion of uh, Urban Meyer and Ohio State, and, and unless even more crap comes out, because it is Ohio State, you never know. Um, but for this case, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for umgoblue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.